0: Daily with Jason Martinez
1: slow starts not on Flyers Daily episode 20 is right here hey, 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 hey. and welcome to Flyers Daily episode 20 with yours truly Jason Martinez we tore the door off the room we're ready to go from the opening shift here on flyers daily flyers go down in tampa they end up losing a game 5-3 another slow start in a first period cost the flyers in this game they go down three to nothing in the game and uh battled back and and did a valiant effort battling back and, and i'll get to that in a moment i don't believe in moral victories in sports i think you can have building blocks, but I don't know about moral victories at the NHL level. But the Flyers came out in this game in Tampa, who's been playing great. I mean, let's let's be honest about this here. In the first period, scored two first period goals and an early goal in the second period. Three seventeen to the first. It was Kalorn's twenty second, and going back to that goal. And as I was taking notes watching the game, um, I'm trying to figure out why Carter Hart came off his post. I think he lost sight of the puck as the play kind of broke down but he had a great post lean and seal on that glove hand side post and for some reason he came off it and that opened up the smallest of holes and Killorn put it in and made the score one to nothing Paquette right in the high danger spot right in the slot uh, gets a great pass from down below the goal line bang it's two nothing and then uh Another goal early in the second period, and Flyers find themselves down 3-0 the game. They're able to get one back in the second period to make it a contest when Proveroff got his 11th on the power play. Giroux and Couturier with the assist. Then in the third, they go back down by three goals when Braden Point picks up uh, his 21st goal of the season at 12:34. 34 with the JVR on the power play at 15:31. Then Elaine Vigneault pulls the goaltender really early, about four and a half minutes left in the game. He pulls Carter Hart down two and gets rewarded for it because it's 16-15. Claude Giroux ends up scoring. Initially, they called it no goal, but it was clearly well beyond the goal line. Giroux picks up his 16th, and his five-game point streak is still alive. Provorov and Konechny pick up the assist, and then at 19:38, 38 Kucherov ends up with the empty net goal to give the Lightning the 5-3 win. Flyers with great pressure in that third period. They kind of tilted the ice midway through the second, but were unable to get all the way back, and therein lies the despair. They end up out shooting Tampa 33-24 in the game. Vasilevsky made a couple great saves moving laterally on -on two-on-ones in that third period. Boy, he was tremendous in the game. Uh, Flyers win the faceoff battle 41-27. They get out hit 29-21. But really the theme of Flyers Daily today – is the moral victory and the notion that this is the same old, same old. I am here tonight with a mission, or I'm here today, whatever you wanna say, with a mission to tell you that this is not the same old, same old Flyers. If you are not paying close enough attention to know that this year is far different than the past three years, then I don't know what to tell you. You may disagree with me, I understand. But this is not the same old, same old. This notion that you're going to go through an 82-game schedule and you're going to be at peak performance in every game is crazy. And sometimes what looks like a lack of effort is simply maybe a little bit of a lack of energy. Maybe, just maybe, the other team is really good. Think about that. Tampa Bay was riding a nine-game winning streak. They're the best team in the NHL right now. They've got a ton of talent and I don't believe in moral victories to the point where I go well they only law they, you know they got within a goal and they proved they could skate with the Tampa Bay Lightning they only won one nothing to the Lightning back at the Wells Fargo Center on a fluky goal a couple weeks back there are no moral victories but they are building blocks now I put out a tweet after the game and I said no moral victories the Flyers battled back but came up short But the lesson here, and there should be a lesson when you lose, the lesson is is that you have to be ready to start the game. Now, I also tweeted, I said, I feel like I've said that before, especially for road games. And it's true. It happened earlier this week. The Flyers won at home 4-1 over the Florida Panthers on Monday. They came out the next night on Tuesday night in Brooklyn to take on the Islanders, and they got down 3-0 in the first period. They battled all the way back, and the amount of energy that you have to expend – to battle all the way back from down three nothings is a ton. They battle all the way back, but then they give up a goal. The shift after they get the game tied, they end up getting nothing out of the game. I don't know why on the road, this team on occasion, it's not all the time, but on occasion isn't ready to play the game. Now, whose job is that? A lot of people go, well, that's on the coach. Certainly when Dave Haxtell was here, Haxtell doesn't get him ready to play. And I always said, Yes. To me, professional athletes, it's not the coach's job to get them ready to play. That's their job, the player's job, to be ready when the, when the game starts. Now, there's an old theory and an old notion, and I subscribe to it partially, that when you're on the road and you're playing against a good team, you've got to survive the first 10 minutes because they're in their home building and there's tons of energy, and they're going to come out, and you survive that first 10 minutes, and then maybe you can tilt the scales. Well, I, I do believe that there is some truth to that, but getting down 3 nothing is is unacceptable. And I didn't like the goal that Hart gave up, the initial goal. You need to save there. You can't go, you cannot give up goals like that to a team like Tampa Bay. And I'm sure if Carter Hart was sitting right next to me in this hotel down in Charleston, South Carolina, where I am right now, and I asked him about that goal, he'd say, I got to make that save. I guarantee you he would say that. So I'm not saying anything that's out of school or, or, or anything there, but got to make that save absolutely all right as far as the notion and we'll get to some twitter questions coming up the notion that this isn't different than the past three or four or five years even and i know it's been eight years since the flyers won a playoff series i know it was it was a pseudo rebuild it wasn't a complete tear down and you don't tear down in the nhl like you do the nba or in some other sports it's a totally different ball game but that being said This notion, and I see it out there, and maybe it's a minority of people, but they're just vocal. I don't know. But I got a tweet earlier uh, after midway through the second period, and a guy said, I'm not even going to use his name because I don't want to put it out there. But uh, he said the Flyers are just not a competitive team anymore. Don't waste a playoff spot if you can't get up for these important games. Second time Tampa gets a 10-game win streak from you. And my response to it was, I hate this kind of commentary. This is just plain dumb. Look at this game individually. It's a single game against the hottest team in the NHL. It was a tough game to that point when I answered the guy's tweet, and Tampa was in total control, absolutely. But were they competitive last Saturday when they l- kicked the living you-know-what out of the, the second-best team in the NHL, the Washington Capitals, 7-2? Were they competitive in St. Louis when they went into their barn and they were riding a nine-game home winning streak and they won in overtime? Were they competitive when they were down three goals against the Boston Bruins, came back, and won it in the shootout? Were they competitive earlier in the season on a back-to-back when they went in and they beat Toronto in overtime and Boston in overtime in two straight nights on, this, on November 9th and 10th? Were they competitive when they went into Florida this past week and try you have to beat a team twice in a week? Very difficult to do. They went into Florida, and this isn't your mom and dad's Florida Panthers. The Florida Panthers are a good team. They beat them 4-1 on Monday at home. Then they went in Thursday, chased Bobrovsky, they're all world goaltender, and they beat them 6-2. to two. So this notion that this is the same old Flyers because of a single game where you're playing against the best team in the league and they're dictating to that point is dumb. I'm sorry. It just, it's, it's a bad take. I hate using the word take, but it's a bad take. Flyers right now, if you look at it and you want to go, oh, they don't even deserve to get in the playoffs. They'd be one and done. They're the 10th best team in the NHL, tied for ninth. They have 71 points, as does Columbus. Columbus and the Flyers, 9 and 10. You go, well, they're not even at the top of their division. Well, look at their division. Boston, the third best team in the league. Pittsburgh, the fourth best team in the league. The New York Islanders, the seventh best team in the league. The Columbus Blue Jackets, the ninth, and the Flyers are the tenth. Carolina is the twelfth, by the way. They're also in the Metropolitan Division. So this notion that it's the same old, same old, I, I say to those people that think that, dig a little deeper. Use the internet. Look at some things. Look at some numbers. I brought up on yesterday's episode, the goals for versus goals against. Flyers in the NHL, goals for. Right now, 10th in the league. Goals against, 11th in the league. That indexes very nicely. They scored 193 goals, which is 10th in the NHL. Ahead of Vancouver, by the way, who tops their division. Ahead of the Vegas Golden Knights. And then you look at the goals allowed in the NHL, and the Flyers... They're good there, too. 11th in the league. So this notion that this is the same old, same old. Just do yourself a favor. Just go on the Internet. Look inside the numbers. Think about how an 82-game schedule looks. And it's not always the wins and losses. You got to look at the situation, how the opponent was playing. Flyers Ross on the last game of of a road trip. Always a tough spot. I'm not making excuses for them. They needed a better effort in the beginning of that game. But to say that this is the same old, same old with the Philadelphia Flyers, I just think that's ignorant and uneducated. That's all I got to say about it. Let's get to a couple Twitter questions here on episode number 20, by the way. Great number 20 for the Flyers. How about Dave Poulin? That's a good one, right? Uh, Joe tweets in and says, Any thoughts on the team slash hearts road woes? Um, I, I dug into this a little bit last week, and... The road woes, they really kind of compounded on the Flyers. To say that it's overblown, I think would be a disservice because I know from talking to Elaine Vino that they've tried several different things, changing in their schedule, the way they prepare for road games, their routine, to do things differently, to try and have more success on the road. I don't know what it is, but it needs to be fixed because as it sits right now, it's unlikely the Flyers will be a two-seed or better. They're going to open up a playoff series on the road, and you're going to need to win. But they can win on the road. You've seen them beat the Capitals. I just mentioned all these games. You saw them beat Boston in Boston earlier this season, Toronto in Toronto. You saw them beat the St. Louis Blues on the road. They can play and skate with anybody, but they got to play a full 60 minutes. It's such a cliche. But, geez, it's true. Jaden tweets in, if Nolan Patrick doesn't return this season, what can we expect his contract to be? A bridge deal? It's a great question that I don't know the answer to. I don't know how you'd make any kind of long-term commitment to a guy that just missed an entire season for an ailment that you have a hard time treating and you have a hard time diagnosing. So you'd have to do some sort of bridge deal and, and try and make it work in some way, shape, or form. Uh, Mike Cooney tweets in, he says, "The NH- is the NHL product better today than ever before? If not, which time frame, decade, years, et cetera, would you say was the best? Is the product better? This is an interesting question, because the product, yes, is probably better from a hockey standpoint. Is the theater better is another, diff- is another answer. Because to me, I think the 90s hockey, and I think the NHL's peak was 1994, probably because the New York Rangers won the cup, but... The hockey around that time was sensational and you had a lot of theater and you had villains and you had, not that it was better because fighting was in it, but when a guy like Ty Domi came to town, it was a party because everybody wanted to see somebody get a piece of Ty Domi. Rick tweets in and says, what's going on with Ghost? Sending him down doesn't do much for a trade value. Do they believe in him? Is this just a reconditioning to get him up to game speed and then wait till the offseason to make a decision? Well, yeah, they're sending him down. They're not trying to devalue him. They're sending him down. He actually requested it. To go down, get some games in to see where he is before he can jump back in at the NHL level. Then I applaud him for that. It, that's not an easy thing to do for a, a pedigreed NHL player. Um, but he's going to go down and get a conditioning scent when he is well enough to do so. He's still dealing with some of the injury. Jason Larson tweets in, he goes, will the Flyers explore a backup goaltender before the deadline? My answer would be, why? You have Brian Elliott. He's been very good. Flyers are 11th in goals against in the entire NHL. So uh, I doubt that they'll do that. Uh, Steve tweets in, do you you agree that the Flyers should stay put come trade deadline day? It's a hard question, Steve, because I don't know the status of Nolan Patrick, and they don't know the status of Nolan Patrick. That's the game changer. He's practiced a bunch lately, but is he going to be able to be cleared for contact and get on the ice? That's another question. Uh, DR says, what do you think the problem is with the slow starts? I know it's been an issue for years, but good teams will prey on a slow start, just like we seen with, uh, with the game against the Lightning and the Isles game a couple days back. They better figure it out for the stretch run and for the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. They got to figure it out. You can't keep having the slow starts. I don't know. I just talked about it a minute ago. I just don't know. I I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what... If they're not ready to play or if the other team's just getting on top of them, I'm just not sure. All right, let's get one more question in here from Kieran McVan. I love this question. He goes, why doesn't this city pay any attention to the Flyers and what they've been doing this season? Wow, I could do a whole episode on that question alone. Look, the Sixers are obviously a very compelling story with Embiid and Simmons, and having gone through what they did purposely losing, spitting in the integrity of sport to try and get better with no guarantees that that was going to be the case. Um, there are people paying attention, Kieran. I think a lot of people are paying attention, but some people are still holding back a little bit because they want to know that it's different. The way some really stubborn people will change that line of thinking is by some playoff success. You've got a high pedigree coach in Elaine Vino. You've got some good young players. You have a goalie. Carter Hart it goes back to what I've kind of started this with this is not the same old same old this isn't the Flyers of five years ago this is totally different and the future is very bright I hope people see that all right that's gonna put a wrap on episode 20 of Flyers Daily here's the good news if you didn't like this one you get another one tomorrow maybe you like that one better uh if you did like it please subscribe leave us a rating and review and you'll get karma in life for doing so. Everybody, thanks for listening to Flyers Daily. To be back in action Tuesday night against the Columbus Blue Jackets. In the meantime, as always, enjoy your hockey.
0: Cold brains, unmoved, untouched, unglued, alone at last. No thoughts, no mind to ride behind. The and mad